Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach and as always I'm joined by Christian. Sup peoples. Sup peoples. Uh, Thank you guys for coming back and listening or watching however you prefer to ingest this podcast. We do appreciate it and please you know tell your friends if you like it tell your friends. If you don't like it Tell them and maybe they'll listen or watch ironically. So yeah, or cool. get hate comments. We'll take those too. Yeah, and uh, we're saying it right now. If Joe Rogan stays on Spotify, <laughs> we'll we'll probably stay on there too. You know, it's good for the exposure, but we're not gonna like it. You know, what's funny is I was gonna bring that up. Um, so, like, I guess who else? So Neil, Neil, Neil Young, Young, Joni Mitchell. Um, and some other people. There's heard of. rumors, Foo Fighters, um, which I feel like that one would hurt the Foo Fighters. Yeah, Barry Manilow. Well, here's here's the problem with the whole everyone saying like, you know what, I'm gonna leave Spotify. Uh, the people who listen to Joe Rogan listen to Joe Rogan more regularly and in larger quantities than the people who listen to the Foo Fighters or Neil Young or Joni Mitchell. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when when was last? Like, I I'm a huge Neil Young fan. Like he's one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, I can't tell you the last time I listened to three hours of Neil Young in a row. You know what I mean? And that's every week, multiple times a week for Joe Rogan. But so. for the Joe Rogan show, you have to pay outside of whatever Spotify is charging, right? Uh, you know, I'm not 100% sure. I've, I've been a subscriber to Spotify for so long, I can't even tell. Um, but yeah, man, like I get it. I, I saw his little, um, you know, this is podcast in general news. I saw his little uh, Joe Rogan's response, and honestly, as far as responses go, it was actually pretty good. You know, he's like, "Hey, look, I don't, I don't do what you're claiming that I do intentionally, um, but I can do better, and I, you know, I'm, I promise to do better." So I'm like, you know what, uh, you know, I'm okay with that. He's not going to do it though. I mean, he's definitely not going to do it. If he hasn't done it before, he's not going to do it now. I did some. I did yeah. see someone put in like clips of where like he had people correct him right. live on his show, and he's like, "Yeah, I just don't agree." It's like, dude, yeah. he just proved you wrong. Like, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the huge criticism, right? Is that you know, he, yes, he does have people on both sides of the issue, no matter what issue it is, whether it's you know hunting or COVID or. Whatever, you know what I mean? Um, or just political in general. He does have both sides on there, but it's it's very clear whenever you watch those episodes or even clips from those episodes, um, the people he agrees with. The people he agrees with, he was like, oh, yeah, dude, you know what? I saw that too and blah, blah, blah. People he doesn't agree with, he's like, no, nah, no. Nah, you know, I just I just don't see that and just <laughs> cuts them off. So Even when he gets his minion, I forgot his minion's name. Jamie? Yeah, he was always telling, hey, look that up, Jamie. And then Jamie was like, actually, and he pulls up the facts. Like, you got to look at the other statistics. You got to look at the other. Like, who reported that? It's just like, dude, all right, well, clearly you made your decision, and you're just going to stick to it. Well, anyway, we at Nerds with Fans vowed never to be Joe Rogan. We we, uh, accepted popularity. We can't help that if that happens. (laughs) <laughs> we would love that to happen. We but. just we'll say now we'll refuse to be on his show. Well, yeah, <laughs> unless he invites us, then we'll go. Then we'll go, but only if he invites us, or if you know we we know a guy who can get us on or something. You know. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for liking and subscribing, uh, following on all the social medias, whatever it is you do to support the show. We do appreciate you guys. If you do want to take it one step further, make sure you check out Patreon.com/slash Nerds with Friends. Uh, you can support us for a dollar or two a month. We do appreciate that. Every little bit helps. 
Um, it's how we buy new mic cables and pay for the studio and things like that, among other things. Yeah, we got to get Cody's penis reduction too. We're saving up for that. <laughs> we don't have enough yet. Yeah, and anymore, it'll be inside of me. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, today, uh, uh, if you're listening to this the day it came out or even the week it came out, uh, this week you can pre-order your The Batman tickets. Uh, So we're doing a whole episode about uh, Batman. And um, I think, you know, uh, we've even done, you know, segments and stuff before about like Batman and, you know, what the best storyline was and all that kind of stuff. But I think today we're just going to focus on the, the movie versions of Batman. And um, we're not going to just say who's the best Batman, but we're going to go in categories. So things like best Batmobile, best villains, best Bruce Wayne interpretation, um, all to get you guys amped up for the upcoming Robert Pattinson <laughs> Batman movie coming out uh, here in March. So um, hope you guys enjoy that. Before we do that, though, let's do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. Christian. Start us off. Nerdy confession. Just binge watched and caught up to everything which I didn't know wasn't completely out. Uh, Righteous Gemstones. It's fucking hilarious with Danny McBride and John Goodman and <laughs> the one uh, dude from Workaholics. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Not the f- not the guy with the fur and not the tall guy, but the the one oh, the most a- successful Adam, one. Adam. Uh, I forget his last name, but yeah. Adam. That's and I don't know her name, but. This actress that looks a lot like Weird Al in drag, like <laughs> spot on. And they're all siblings and they're all uh, televangelists. They're all the prophet preachers uh, with John Goodman being the dad. And it's it's hilarious. You guys should watch it. Um, it's on HBO, right? It's on HBO Max. Season one is complete. Um, I think they're on like three or four episodes of mm-hmm. season two, which I thought they had just released the whole thing. And I'm bummed out once I caught up. I was like, now I can't finish the season. <laughs> but it's, it's 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 pretty good. It's pretty fucking funny. Nice. You guys should all watch it. Yeah. I, I've You know, it's always looked interesting. And I've just, it's one of those things where it's like, it wasn't interesting enough where I was like, you know what? I'm going to start watching this today. I was just like, yeah, someday. Someday I'll watch that. So uh, may- maybe coming up soon, uh, maybe I'll, I'll uh, jump into it. It's Danny McBride being Danny McBride. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's great that, you know, he's... He's a character unto himself for sure. Uh, my nerd confession. Uh, look, we're not we're not going to do a whole episode on this yet, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention last week's episode of the man of Book of Boba Fett. Now, now, when you say last week, you're talking about in real time us or uh, I'm talking in podcast time. So the one we just watched Got today okay. or yesterday, um, and even the one before that. Um, we won't spoil it. Uh, too much. We'll put a light, light little spoiler alert. Um, obviously, we get a little. And if you've seen any social media, it's already been ruined for you. But we get a lot of uh, Din Der- Din Jaren, the Mandalorian, um, in those two episodes, and uh, the, the most recent one, episode six in particular, was just like, God damn, this is why I love Star Wars. I just want to say I was right. It was my first guess that it was going to be uh, Chainmail. Chainmail. That was my first guess. For, for Grogu, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, if you guys aren't watching the Book of Boba Fett, like, don't get me wrong, the first four episodes, I can kind of take them or leave them. There's good stuff in there. Um, there's also some like bad stuff in there. But god damn, these last two episodes are like... <laughs> pinnacle star wars and i don't say that lightly you know it's like as a star wars fan and i'm a i'm a very accepting star wars fan you can see i'm even wearing a freaking darth vader shirt today um i'm a very accepting star wars fan the last three movies that came out look we all realized they weren't great right but there was good stuff in there and i can sit down and enjoy them especially if i'm like running through all all nine of them um but it's like it's been a tough time as Star Wars fans. The Mandalorian has been one like shining beacon of hope for the future of of the Star Wars, you know, canon if we if you will. And um you know, every once in a while like when I think they're stumbling like the beginning of Book of Boba which I, it's not bad, but it's just okay. But goddamn, they reel me back in and <laughs> Dave Filoni um and John Favreau just they obviously share a love for Star Wars like the rest of us, and it comes across in the screen. 
where the other movies like like don't get me wrong i don't think jj abrams hates star wars or doesn't get star wars but he's also just out there to make like a big budget blockbuster movie he doesn't have i don't feel like he has that love and attention to detail that someone like dave filoni and even john favreau do because like we saw that with john favreau on iron man right um it would be very easy to make iron man into a big budget blockbuster movie that doesn't really play homage to tony stark the character but no he took the time and made sure that he got the right person and wrote the right story and it turned into something that spawned the biggest movie franchise of all time essentially being like the marvel cinematic so, universe i know i know we're not going to go into it in too much detail but mm -hmm. i just want to well i guess spoilers. lights spoilers um luke is back in it and that's huge, huge spoilers that's whatever it's a hundred percent huge spoilers but so, that's fine but i need to talk about the bullshit choice he gave fucking well i guess another spoiler <laughs> we're talking about the whole episode apparently <laughs> No, I just I have to talk about it because I had no one else to talk about it. Yeah. Because no one else loves it as much as that I know that you do. Sure. It's kind of a bullshit choice he gave Grogu between the chainmail and the lightsaber. I mean, honestly, I don't see I don't think so. I mean, look, it's a terrible decision to have to make. Because essentially he has to choose between a gift from the Mandalorian or Yoda's lightsaber. Yeah, I mean, and it's like here, you can have this shirt that your dad made you or whatever. Yeah. Or or and he knows he's talking to a kid. You could take this nice, this, this nice, fucking laser shiny sword. toy. Look how it glows. Like, look, don't you want this? This is what you want, really. Well, What's well, a kid going to pick? Well, no, I think, you know, first of all, Grogu's not a child. He's 90 years old. He's let's, 50. Let, I think he was 90. 50. I thought that's what they said in the first. It doesn't matter. <laughs> 50 or 90, he's not a child. He's been around the block uh, <laughs> quite a bit, right? Um, he's seen some shit, right? We saw some Order 66 stuff in the episode. Um, but uh, Jesus, Cody, just spoil the whole fucking thing, man. No one cares about that. <laughs> in fact, that freaking Luke Skywalker is in it. With it's Yoda. been a week. You guys should have yeah. seen it. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it makes sense for like becoming a Jedi because realistically, that's what being a Jedi is all about, and that's part of the reason. Um, if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong. I wasn't a huge Clone Wars fan. But that's part of the reason why um, Ahsoka left the Jedi's. Like she's not technically a Jedi. No. She's Jedi trained Force wielder. She's a she's a gray without the gray lightsaber. But I, I would say she's more gray. But yes. yes. Well, she, she just abandoned the Jedi religion. You know, remember it it is a religion in, in that universe. Um, but part of the tenets of it is you have to give up your you know your connections to everyone else, right? And obviously. Baby Yoda, Grogu, and the Mandalorian have a very strong connection. And Luke knows better than anyone else what a strong connection can do. You know, flirting with the dark side and his dad turned to the dark side. So, See, what I call a little bit of bullshit in that decision is he didn't give up his sister. He didn't give up his best friend Han or his other best friend Chewie. You know, that's what's like, well, dude, you had connections to people. Like, So that's why I thought it was a little bit of bullshit. I get it. I get it from story-wise mm -hmm. telling. And don't get me wrong, I love the fucking episode and it makes total sense. I mean, l let's not forget though, like he he's hasn't uh, from all we've seen of Luke, he did give up Han and Leia. Like we don't see them hanging out on the island with them. He's not in the rebellion with them, rebuilding the uh, rebellion, uh, rebuilding the Republic anymore. So he is he is kind of a hermit, right? Um, so I mean, I can kind of see that for sure. But um, that was one thing is that the. The emperor tried to tempt him with it. Remember, yeah. that's that was the whole deal with the Endor thing. He's like, I'm afraid the shield generators are quite operational. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's he was using his attachment to his friends to uh, tempt him to the dark side. Right. So I can see why he's hesitant about letting him remember the Mandalorian. But um, also, you know, he says, like, look, you know, he, he's so long lived their species lives for so long that a normal person's life is just going to be a short time for them i'm like so fuck off for you know 50 years <laughs> hang out with your dad till he dies and, and, then, come and then come back and learn from one of uh, luke's apprentices you know it'll be fine <laughs> so uh but yeah it's it's great if we, you, we all know where it's gonna go though we i mean i hope i mean one one thing that strongly hints at it, first of all, I mean, like they're not gonna break up that family, right? The the Mandalorian and Baby Grogu is just 
it's too like there's too many uh like toy options <laughs> you know what i mean there's too many moments where they're just like oh my god they love each other so much i, I will die for both also the accessories of switching from his little you know sack his little sack of flour to yeah. like now the chain mail so yeah exactly, exactly although he's gonna need little shorts or pants or something he can't go out with his little ding dong yeah he can <laughs> yeah just letting it that's how he jumps around so high he's just free balling it just everywhere um but uh you know he did build he's flying the new uh the mandalorian's flying that new naboo starfighter that he hot rotted out which that scene was amazing but there's a there where the astromech droid normally goes like r2d2 or whatever um there's just a little bubble and i'm like if baby yoda doesn't end up in that fucking bubble <laughs> i'm going to fucking throw my apple tv out the window he needs a little a little turret he needs a little fucking- he needs a little fighter pilot goggles like anakin wore yeah oh my god i would die but, uh, Which makes you wonder if he doesn't make the lightsaber, is he gonna get like a little firearm? He has to get a little gun and a jetpack. Yeah. Oh God, I would love it. Or a little Mando helmet with ear holes. God damn it! <laughs> oh, it's got to be metal. He can't get his little ear blasted off. It's gotta no, be it's okay. No, it's got to have the ears out. So and then it just like fits over. It's got little slots in it, so it just goes on the outside of the ears. <laughs> yeah. God damn, I want that so bad. Um, but yeah, check it out guys. Book of Boba. It's great. There's one episode left. And after that episode, we'll do a full deep dive into it. Um, and, uh, talk about what we thought of it, where it's going, what it means for the future of the star Wars universe. Um, there's some other stuff we didn't spoil in that episode. So there's still plenty to see in there, but, um, yeah, it's, it, it started out just kind of, okay, this is all right to holy shit. This is maybe better than some of the Mandalorian, even some of these last two episodes anyway. So check it out guys. It is awesome. Streaming now Disney plus. And by the time you listen to this, the last, the last episode will be coming out either like today or tomorrow. So we'll next week we will cover in depth book of Boba and the future of star Wars, but cool. Well, we're going to take a quick, little break ski poo. Um, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about who is the best Batman. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. And we're back. Okay, so it's it's very easy for you know a lot of us to go out there and pick out like, well, you know what, my the best Batman of all time was Christian Bale, um, you know, with the Heath Ledger Joker, and you know, blah blah blah. blah. You know, it's it's really easy to like pick out your favorite for arbitrary reasons, but I think um, what makes Batman is so much more than just Batman, right? You got like you got Bruce Wayne, how he portrays this billionaire playboy guy who has a secret identity that he's hiding, right? Um who are the villains in those movies? Um and how 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 good did they play off of Batman, right? Uh what did the Batmobile look like? What kind of gadgets did he use? Um you know, there's all sorts of different categories of what makes Batman Batman. So we figured we break it down into a couple different categories and kind of go over some of our favorites and why we kind of choose that. Um, so let's first of all start off with, since I have these pictures up, um, let's start off with Batmobiles, right? The car that the dark Knight drives, right? Um, and we're just, we're not including this new one, even though we have seen the new Batmobile, which I think fucking looks sick. Yeah, it looks pretty fucking dope. Um, but we're going to be, uh, including all of the movie portrayed Batmobiles. <coughs> Sorry about that. So, 
Uh, we had the uh, Adam West Batmobile, which is like super 60s, right? It's got the two little bubbles for Batman and Robin to sit in. Um, it's got the big old fins on the back, like a you know 50s Cadillac, 60s Cadillac. We got the uh, Tim Burton Batmobile from uh, Batman and Batman Returns. Uh, the Val Kilmer Batman Forever Batman um, Batmobile, which had the big old fins on the side and a little silver underneath the little uh, grills on the side. This is the uh, George Clooney one, which I actually forgot about. I thought he used the same one as the... Um, as the Batman Forever one. To be fair, I feel like everyone tries to forget yeah. George Clooney as yeah. Batman. 100%. Every- but much sharper, a lot pointier. Other uh, than Mr. Freeze. That's the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Right, okay. right. It was uh, Mr. Freeze and, and Poison, Poison Ivy. Ivy and Bane. Bane. Then we got the Tumblr. Uh, classic Batman Begins through uh, Dark Knight Rises. Um, and then the J- Batman versus Superman slash Justice League. Um, Ben Affleck, Batfleck, uh, Batmobile. You know, I'm actually, I'm actually glad you brought that one up because that actually is my favorite one. That's your favorite one. That's my favorite one because it has it's a nice hybrid between the classic and the Tumblr, which yep. I thought was a cool fucking look. Uh, yeah, I agree. I I think well, I'm I don't think it's my favorite, but I agree that it doesn't get enough credit because people are like ah fucking Batfleck, you know, Martha, blah. um, <laughs> you know, they they pick. Pick out other parts of the movie that they don't like. The Batmobile is fucking sick. Yeah, and the action that they used with the Batmobile was, great, yeah. was fantastic. Um, so I think that's that's an actually good one. But again, like the middle part looks yes. like Tim Burton. Like yeah, like this part right here looks like the Tim Burton, and, and the, the outside kind of looks, looks like, like the, the Tumblr. Tumblr. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I thought was a nice. Like I feel like when people try to mix like genres or mixed looks, like it doesn't usually come off great, but that's, that's a fucking great one. Also, a lot of times when new people get their hands on a property like Batman, they try to, they try to ignore everything that came before yeah. and just be like, Oh, this is mine now, which is what Christopher Nolan did. Yeah. Like that doesn't look anything like what any other Batmobile has no. ever looked like. Any, not remotely close though. I will say it looks almost like the bat tank from the dark Knight um, comic book. I mean, kind of yeah. like loosely inspired. Um, which we actually, I think we see that in one of the uh, flash forward sequences in in the Snyder cut. Um, my favorite though, Tim Burton, Batman. It is a classic, man. It's so good. When I think of the Batmobile, everything is compared to this one. I still don't know what that middle nipple is in the car. But it's a it's, jet jet turbine. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, because because the it lines up with the back, and so the air gets forced in oh, there. Look at that! Learn something new. And then remember, in I forget which I think it was Batman Returns, where the slides split off and it gets really skinny to yeah, split yeah, yeah. the gap in some weird building. God, so fucking sick! Um, I asked a bunch of my buddies who I play Apex Legends with, um, including. Uh, Joel and Calvin, who play, uh, who do the Pex Pals podcast, check them out if you're into Apex Legends. Um, and everyone, like everyone, hands down, agreed that this was their favorite, the Tim Burton Batmobile. And I, you know, I mean, I can't blame them. It's looking fucking at sick. it now. It kind of looks like Scooby Doo's face a little bit, or like a dog. <laughs> yeah, maybe the a little parts bit. And the snout in the front. Yeah, exactly. Um, it it looks. Uh, you know, we didn't mention it because it, we're we're just talking live action movies. But the Batman animated series, I think, is like also a very good one. Takes a lot of inspiration. I thought we were talking about all genres of Batman, so yeah, I had some animated series. But no, there's a lot of cool stuff in the animated series as well. Yeah, absolutely. I I think uh, I think that it's a a really classic shape, you know. And then, hey, you know what? Adam West one, the the funky colors in the red is a little crazy, but that's. That's a fucking sick car. I feel like I've seen people own this car before yeah, and like modify yeah. it. Because I think it's a I think it's a T Bird, if I'm not mistaken. Someone will I think it's us. a Ford Thunderbird or something. Um so I think it there are like maybe kits out there where you can like people have done it before and you can kind of make it make it happen. But hey, it's a fucking cool looking car. Um definitely not that definitely not Tim Burton cool, but pretty damn cool. So you said you said the newest one. Um, that's my favorite one. I that's mean, your favorite. And I mean, it's a Tim Burton. Very, very, very close tie with the Tim Burton one because the Tim Burton one's a classic. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I agree. Um, and uh, now let's talk what what a, another important part of Batman is the bat suit. So let's think about all the bat suits through the years. 
Um, which one would be your favorite? I, I it's gonna sound biased, but it's the same fucking answer as the Batmobile, and it's Ben Affleck's suit. Um, was my favorite. It looked fucking cool. It looked like you can actually move in it, um, and it looked like you can actually fuck someone up with it. And my second close tie was the Tim Burton one, man. Uh, like it's just there's a lot of stills where you know he's just like. Just like staring into something, and it's like, dude, I want to fucking draw that. Like, there's a lot of like even that one right there, like this one right, this one right here. Yeah, yeah. it just looks so fucking cool, right? And I think you know, I think that's one of those things too, is that the a lot of people don't realize that the Tim Burton Batman's were like the first time Batman was this kind of like dark, gritty character and universe that he was in. Everything else, like uh, up until that, was very like. Kind of like, um, uh, what's the word? Like campy and yeah. and like, you know, holy rusted metal Batman. But, but look at the Ben Affleck one. Like all these other ones, can you can look at it and be like, oh, that's a cool costume. The Ben yeah. Affleck one looks like that dude will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. So my hands down favorite. Um, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you should know this. My hands down favorite is the Ben Affleck one. Um, I don't think anything else comes close as far as like what I look for in a Batman. The Keaton one is awesome. Yeah. When he's standing still. Uh when he, <laughs> when he, he can't turn his head. When so. he's moving, it, it becomes kind of a different thing. Um you, you know, I a lot of people will fucking uh like be surprised about this one, but I think the George Clooney one where like don't get me wrong, there are nipples on the bat suit. It's fucking crazy. You beat me too. I was gonna wait. But, like I'm gonna give him a pause. But wait till there's a, like wait till he's not speaking. Mention the nipples. You mention the nipples. But when when he and Robin and Batgirl all have the silvered out like sick ass ones, those ones are pretty cool looking too. You know what I mean? Um, like like that one right there just looks fucking dope. But uh, dude, the Ben Affleck one is is so good. Um, it it looks directly out of the Dark Knight. Um, you know, the big old chunky Batman symbol. Um, I even like the bat armor, um, which, you know, again, there were so many good parts of, of those movies that get shit on because people didn't like the rest of Dawn of Justice or the Justice League. But that the bat armor was fucking sick looking too. It, it looked like he could hold his own with these other superhuman people. Right. So and right. it right. just, it worked for me. It's like, yeah, I could see this human guy in that suit and he could he could hang with them like he's exactly. not gonna be left behind exactly cool well we're both both in agreement on that one um i, w- I was surprised i thought you would have just gone like keaton or even christian bale um but to me like you know christian the christian bale one um that's the george Clooney one that looks fucking sick <laughs> very the, futuristic looking yeah the uh christian bale one always looked weird to me um that they just never Never quite got the cowl right, the yeah. the the helmet. Um, especially when they like separated it, which I get it. It's cool so he can like move his neck around. That was always kind of a problem with a lot of these suits, is they do all this like latex rubber, so you can't you can't move your face around because you're just like locked in position. Um, so they gave him kind of like this biker helmet looking one, and it fits the lore where he's like adapting all this military equipment and stuff to his to his suit. But it just, it just, that looks like shit to me. It looks like he's got such a fat head. And it, I don't know, just, just very, very interesting. Now, uh, this next one, next category I had for us, uh, probably going to be a short one uh, because uh, th- there's not a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of competition. Who has the best Batman voice? The best Batman voice. Yeah. Uh, fuck, dude! I feel like I'm picking the same answer. I'm gonna go with uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Um, the reason why it's such a short category is that the only ones who changed their voice at all were Ben Affleck and Christian Bale. Really? Yeah. You know, like whenever you saw like George Clooney or Val Kilmer. Well, George Clooney w- didn't even try to change his voice. Right. So it was all He's just like, I'm George Clooney. I'm also, I'm also Bruce Wayne. Deal with it. Val Kilmer seemed like he just got more serious. He got he yeah, he got deep. more like morose, but he didn't like he didn't put on the Batman voice. <laughs> um, so it's kind of a kind of a recent thing. Adam West is he, he's just crazy. <laughs> I also did what I liked about Ben Affleck's one is he had like a robotic thing like right. that actually helped change it. Like where it didn't like it was just monotone. Like 
Uh, I don't know. Right. It had like a voice modulation yeah. thing built into the suit um, where Christian Bale just fucking smoked 10 packs of cigarettes. Swear to me. Swear to me. Where is she? <laughs> he just like screams at whoever he's talking to. Um, yeah. I think Batflex definitely got a good one. Um, uh, I think the Christian Bale one, it's a cool idea where he's just like, He's doing the deep voice so people don't recognize him as Bruce Wayne. And Bruce Wayne's like, hey, I'm a zany billionaire. And he's just like, I am vengeance. But I think it it leads to too many like comical moments where he's just like making a weird fake voice. I will say I did love uh, when Michael Keaton in the Tim Burton one went full Beetlejuice. Like, yeah. There's a part where he just went, he's like, come on. Like, he just went full, come on. Yeah. like, full Beetlejuice. And I was like, dude, that's not Batman. That's Beetlejuice right my, there. My, Michael Keaton's fucking sick. <laughs> um, and unless, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of doing this episode leading up to uh, the Batman, right? But let's not forget that Michael Keaton is coming back in the new Flash movie. So uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. So we maybe, you know, we kind of already got a hint of the uh, Burton Batmobile under that. Under that uh, you know, tarp in the in what, the trailer. What I've read about Michael Keaton when he was filming um, the Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland, that anytime they had a stunt and they were together, they were doing it together, he would just whisper in his ear, I'm Batman. I don't know if that's true or not. I want to believe that it's true. I, I want to believe so badly <laughs> well, he would that just that's true. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Bat Gadgets. Um, so part of Batman's whole deal is... Uh, you know, he's got all these cool gadgets, uh, normally prefaced by the word bat, you know, <laughs> batarang, got the batmobile, he's got the batcopter. Um, who do you think had some of the uh, best gadgets that you've seen? Okay, I don't know about best, but I'll, I'll tell you my favorite. And yeah, I'm, your favorite. That's and fine. I, it's going to deviate from the movie, but from, it's the Batman the Animated Series. Okay. Um, That's fair. And I've actually seen replicas NECA, um, who actually, one of my favorite toy companies, have all the gremlins. NECA, please. They, <laughs> it's Black History Month. I know. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, can't be thrown on that. NECA is the brand we're talking about. <laughs> but that one, and it's the, it looks honestly like a simple box with like just a line down the middle and just like a little grip. And that's the one. The grapple hook. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Like anytime I think about the grapple hook, that's the yeah. one that comes to mind. And it kind of makes sense to me. Like it's a big box. Like, dude, if you want a lot of like wire, yeah, exactly. you're going to need a lot of space for it. Versus right. like all the other ones look like a regular gun. I was like, all right, where's the wire? Yeah. Well, where's the fucking. Where's all the thousands of feet of cable that that's coming yeah so to me that one is my favorite one i i will say that one that one's pretty good um i i do like the snyder version mm -hmm. uh, it's got kind of like a wood handle on it i'm like that's kind of classy bruce <laughs> bruce wayne would like that it's sandalwood for sure um but uh you know and let's let's not forget in the george clooney one bat skates remember that when they tapped their feet together and ice skates come out yeah. where did the skate come from we don't know um, is that where where the Bat Dance song came out? Prince's song? Uh, I don't know. Actually, maybe the Prince. I keep going. I'll find that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Batman Forever was uh, "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal. Which That's was, a, all right. If we're talking best songs, if we're talking best songs. That's the best hands, fucking song, hands down. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I like the uh, the uh, uh, Tim Burton. But uh, dude, "Kiss from a Rose," what a banger! Yeah, best song, hands down. <laughs> Um, no, I, you know what, this, this is funny. My favorite, like bad gadgets, Adam West, Adam West had hands. It's the, the shark repellent, bat shark, bat shark repellent. Right. Um, he had like, like the bat helicopter. I, it was, it was the Joker scene. I'm sorry. The bat dance song was with, with the Joker. Oh, okay. Which, which Joker that? Oh, come on. We're talking, uh, Heath Ledger. Or no, no, no. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Or, uh, Caesar, whatever his name was in that. The classic. Um, yeah, some of the like Adam West bat gadgets were just so funny. I think, I think absolutely takes the cake, um, is the shark repellent, um, which is you get a bat shield too, right? I yeah, mean, there goes the shark repellent. Yeah. yeah. There's the shark repellent where he's on the bat, um, uh, bat copter thing. Um, oceanic repellent bat sprays. <laughs> like he's got multiple different ones. Um, dude, just so amazing. 
Uh, but I mean, and, and the red, let's not forget just his red telephone, which is fucking stupid. Um, like he, remember he kept it under like a, uh, uh, what do you call that? A glass globe. Yeah. When the mayor called, he's like, hello. <laughs> then they figured out the actual bat signal. See, there's the Ben Affleck thing. That, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. Very ergonomic. You know, you're hanging on to that thing a lot. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, Adam West. Had- we also can't forget George Clooney's credit card. Dude, the bat, the American Express card, the bat card, never leave home without it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. From a logistic point of view, whose social are they using? Yeah. Like, you have to, you need a social security number for that thing. Yeah. Uh, turns out it wasn't that hard to figure out who Batman was. It's Bruce Wayne. He has a credit card yeah. with the name Batman on it. I mean, so who knew? Always buying ammo and fucking <laughs> yeah. like gas tanks. I don't know. He's buying a lot of with lot it. of rubber. I don't know what he's using all this rubber for. Maybe it's some kinky thing. Um, I think there's like the the bat sleep spray or something like that. Yeah, it was fucking Adam West was just all over the bat place. sleep spray. Yeah, that- <laughs> it's when the dates don't go the way you want them to. Yeah, I figured he just got that from Bill Cosby or some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. I love when you go to a website and it's just like, here's, go to Pinterest. Pinterest fucking sucks. You know what I mean? Like, just the navigation. Sorry. That was my Pinterest rant. Um, okay. Let's get down to some nitty gritty now. Some real, real topics here. Let's talk villains. Um, Batman, I think, has some of, one of the best rogues gallery out there. Um, I think Spider-Man gives him a good run for his money. Sure. Um but besides that, you know, there's not that many super strong ones. You know what I mean? Um, Flash has some okay ones. Um, but it, Superman, you know, you got you got Brainiac, you got uh, Bizarro Superman, um, you got Lex, Lex Luthor. You know, there's a couple good ones in there. But with Batman, you got, you got Joker, right? You have the Riddler, Mr. Freeze. Penguin. Penguin. Catwoman, you know, on a bad day when she's you know, a little angry at you. Um you know, uh, and then, I mean, the Court of Owls, which is kind of a newer one, um, but so, so good. Bane. Uh, Bane, Scarecrow, po- Poison Killer Ivy, Croc. Killer Croc. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Um, definitely has some of the best villains out there. Uh, but when it when it comes to the movies, we haven't seen that many of them. Yeah. Really, right? You know, so we've seen, like, little hints and tastes of a couple of them. But what... Uh, bat villain do you think got pulled off the best in in a movie in a movie yeah in a movie i mean how can we not say Heath ledger i mean yeah i was fucking I mean, amazing it's it's pretty it's pretty hard not to go with heath ledger um so and i think most people will agree with that i mean the dude nailed it you know he took the joker in a place that we had never seen before and don't get me wrong I love the Jack Nicholson Joker. I think, like, to me, honestly, the Jack Nicholson Joker is almost more comic accurate. Um, but from just a performance standpoint, if we're just judging how the performance landed, I think um, Heath Ledger hands down gets it. Who would be, like, a runner-up for you? Oof. A runner-up. Yeah. Fuck. Just because, I mean, Heath Ledger's so hard to top. Um, you know what? The Penguin. Just because I didn't... Danny DeVito. I did not ever think Danny could be Danny DeVito could play like a super awesome villain yeah but he fucking crushed it he was great oh my god when he's like eating the fish and stuff yeah or yeah. when the guy when he bites the guy's fucking nose and he's making oh fun of him oh my god so so good yeah I think I'd have to I'd have to agree with you I think Danny DeVito as the penguin um it would be uh probably my next runner up because all the other ones Got a little silly. I think Jim Carrey in a different movie. Right. <laughs> as the Riddler would have been great. I, I don't think Jim Carrey was a bad Riddler. Um, I think the movie was just written poorly. Yeah. But like him doing the Riddler like was awesome. Every time he was on screen, he stole the show. Yeah. Right. Um, I think another one too that that was really gone way too soon was the Aaron Eckhart two face. Yeah. He was, I would have loved to have seen like a movie where he's actually the bad guy rather than just like the last quarter of it yep. or whatever. Um, I thought he, he would have been really good too. Uh, Ra's al Ghul, Liam Neeson wasn't terrible. Um, it just, 
you didn't get much of the crazy Rosal Ghoulness that yeah, you expect. Yeah, no pool of Lazarus. Yeah, which is like that's like his whole deal. Yeah, the the Lazarus pit is Lazarus pit is like his whole deal. Um, but yeah, I I think it's uh, oh potential spam. Get out of here. No one wants you. Uh, I think hands down Heath Ledger Joker is probably um, the best. I mean, now if we're gonna go animated series, we gotta give love to Mark Hamill, who's fucking awesome. Oh, yes, I mean that's the Joker that everyone else aspires to to play, right? Um, and particularly in the video games where they let him go darker and he could curse, yes, was fucking great. It was so good. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> um, I'll have to read that later. Uh, yeah, the uh, the the Joker's voice. The one that all Jokers are compared to is Mark Hamill, for sure. That guy kills it. Let's talk about movie plot, Christian. A lot Ooh. of times we don't we don't really think about movie plot when we're looking at superhero movies, right? <laughs> um, but I think with Batman, a lot of the movie kind of hinges on what they do with that character. Um, so now we're just rather than we're talking movies, let's talk about like you know actors. Which actor do you think got the best overarching plot for their for their Batman? I mean, I'd, I'd have to say Christopher Nolan. Um, his his stuff was just pretty. Christian Bale's. Uh, Chris, yeah, yeah. His was pretty was pretty awesome. Even from the beginning, the whole arc. I feel like they covered a lot in that first movie. Right. From him just being like a him starting baby. off, then him being Batman. Yeah. And then his kind of fall from grace with the city and having to rediscover why he was back. I was just talking about the first one, the first oh, yeah. installment. Yeah, I mean, Batman uh, th- Begins. Yeah, that one was pretty pretty good. It's not my favorite Batman, but um, that's because I have problems with Christopher Nolan. But uh, <laughs> it, it was it was really good in terms of the whole story arc. Yeah, I think I think he's probably got one of the uh, uh, strongest. I think um, is that. Uh, because he got three movies in a row, um, by the same director and same writer, I think he gets a very strong arc for the most part. Those first two Chris Christopher Nolan movies, the Dark or uh, Batman Begins and the Dark Knight, were fantastic. I'm glad you said the first two. <laughs> yeah, it stumbles at the end for sure. Um, there's a lot of things not to like about that one. Um, like I don't think Bane was bad. I think his voice was a silly choice. If we're talking about, you know, fucking bad voices, I think Bane's voice is terrible. Yeah. I was born in it. Dude, it spawns so many memes for sure. Um, but just the way the story ended and how that was handled, like, oh, it's my given name's Robin. Well, ugh, fuck off, Christopher <laughs> Nolan. That just showed, you know, we talked about uh, how in Star Wars, obviously they love, you know, Favreau and Filoni love Star Wars and, and pay it the utmost respect. Christopher Nolan paid no respect at all to Batman in that last movie. <laughs> he just gives up being Batman and goes off and fucks with Catwoman. No, Batman would never do no, that. Like, no. He sacrifices all of his personal relationships uh, to continue his cause and his crusade. Um, but uh, remember, he's a Cape Crusader. Um, that's like his whole deal. So, yeah, I, I get... I get why he did that, but definitely not my favorite. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say he's probably got the best one. I think um, I think the Ben Affleck one, he didn't get an because we never got his own movie. Yeah, um, I feel like we missed out on a big chunk of what could have been great because his Batman is in a very interesting position where he is not the only superhero in the movie. In fact, he is by far the weakest by a sheer strength uh, factor superhero in that movie. Oh, there's the Batman credit card. Um, and look, the expiration date is forever. Call nice. back to the previous movie. Uh, um, I think we would have seen some really interesting stuff because we see the part of Batman that I think is the most interesting where he doesn't trust anyone or anything Yeah, where he always has a, a plan B, C, D, E, and F um, for getting out of stuff when he had like the kryptonite, uh, the gas bombs and the the spear and all that stuff, like he assesses danger and always plans for it, and that's one of the most interesting aspects of Batman to me. Um, and I think they started that really well in Batman v Superman, and then the once Justice League came out, 
and I'll, let's let's refer specifically to Snyder Cut because the Joss Whedon cut was all over the place. But Snyder Cut was actually a very good movie, I thought. Um, and I thought that him dealing with trying to get these other people who are way stronger and and more like you know have crazier abilities than he does because he let's face it he doesn't have abilities. He's got money. He's got. I'm just rich. <laughs> um, having him deal with that and having to be the leader even though he's not the strongest gives me like real like captain america vibes you know uh captain america uh while very powerful and an excellent leader not the strongest avenger by far you know uh you got hulk and um thor hands down being better than him um or stronger than him i should say and then iron man's suit making him stronger than him too um it's a, it's an interesting dynamic to explore, and I feel like if we got his solo movie, we would have gotten a little bit more of how he dealt with the wider DC universe. Um, but I think Christian Bale's got the got the best one for sure. All right, man. Well, it comes down to this: best portrayal of Batman, or let's do before we do that, let's do best portrayal of Bruce Wayne. Of Bruce Wayne, right? Because that's a we always talk about how cool Batman is. But we forget that part of his allure is that he lives like this dual life, fighting crime at night. So I would say Christian Bale, only because he, and he didn't show it much, but I feel like he's the only one who really showed the playboy side. Where right. he was just like, oh, I'm going to be a fuck boy. And he came with like the ballerinas yeah, to the restaurant. And the Lamborghini. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, you can't do that here. He's like, yeah, I can't. I bought this place. Motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, like to me, like, all right, like he's trying to show, like, all right, I obviously can't be Batman. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm a, just a, I'm rich a fucking squirrel. dumb boy. Um, I mean, that's a that's a pretty good one. Um, so you, you, you weren't you weren't a fan of uh. The Michael Keaton turtleneck. He was too serious. Yeah, the turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> the turtleneck. The, the turtleneck. I just want a picture of it real quick. It's the aardvark look, you know? Oh, you my God. Like yes, with the glasses. <laughs> oh, fuck. So bad. I love it, though. I love it. I, I say I hate it, but I love this. Look at this. <laughs> so stupid. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to go with Ben Affleck on this one again, too. Um, I think we definitely see an older Bruce Wayne, yeah. right? So... The um, we're not getting the Playboy like uh, you know banging models and stuff like that on top of a Lamborghini, which I would have paid to watch. Um, <laughs> oh, is that Jennifer Lopez? And that's how they got back together. That'd be crazy. Um, <laughs> if there was only fans back then, he would have had one for sure. Fuck yeah! Uh, but uh, I-, I think that we see a-, a much more mature Bruce Wayne, but we do see that little uh, like the balancing side of it where he's. He's going to like Iceland or whatever to to meet up with Aquaman, and he just like helicopters in and fucking hikes down the little hill. He's like, "Oh, I've been looking everywhere for you." I'm like, "Bitch, you just paid a million dollars for that." Or when he's like out when he uh, gets has the plane that they're the bat plane that they're going to uh, wherever they went to in the end of that movie. Um, he's got like all the sick shit loaded up for it, and and he's just like. You know, he's like, I'm fucking, he's like, what's your superpower? I'm rich. <laughs> um, I thought he, he did an excellent job of kind of like seeing the toll that, that being Batman takes on someone. So it's definitely like a, a past image of uh, Bruce Wayne. Um, so maybe I'm tied between him and Christian Bale. Cause I think Christian Bale did a, do a good job. Uh, George Clooney was fucking stupid. Sorry, George. <laughs> like, I love you, but that movie was terrible. Yeah. You, you do great movies. Stuff you do own. great movies. And, and like I would love to see him do a movie written by someone like Christian uh uh Christopher Nolan or um Zack Snyder even. You know, like I, I don't think he's a bad actor. Um by you know, I think by all accounts he's a very good actor from some of the stuff we've seen. You know, from I'm him. surprised he hasn't been in a Marvel movie yet. Like feel like they're kind yeah. of running through a lot of the A listers. They haven't gotten to Yeah, I forgot I did I did pick him for um for like one Marvel character. I can't remember who I said. I don't I think said. he would have been bad as Doctor Strange. He might have been all right. Yeah, I think he would have been fine as Doctor Strange. I think a few years ago, he would have been a good Reed Richards. Yeah, I'd yeah. be down. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be down. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I think if we ever do see him, we'll see him as like a one-off villain or something now. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, my uh, – yeah, my my pick would probably be tied between uh, Christian Bale and and Batfleck. That that and West one was way too zany. Val Kilmer, 
you know, we got to see him like the, you know, the serious brooding side of it and stuff. But uh, actually, yeah, he was a pretty good businessman. Like, yeah. I remember when he told Ivy no when she when she had her wacky idea about like, oh, we need to save the environment. But we're going to kill millions of humans. And like he kind of broke it down of like, that's kind of a dumb idea. And this is why. But he did it nicely. Like, yeah, exactly. It was a good business move. He, like, he didn't be like, hey, come see me in my fucking penthouse later. Sweet cheeks and slap her on the ass. <laughs> That's the Bruce Wayne I want. I want the pre like, you know, 2018 Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I guess my close tie would be Val Kilmer. He was he was a decent yeah. you know, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, honestly, like um, like I I didn't mind uh I didn't mind uh what's his name Michael Keaton too, because the the one where he's like come on the Beetlejuice <laughs> moment that's when that's him as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking trying to take on the Joker and like pr- prove that he's like I think it was the Joker. Yeah, it was the Joker. Prove and prove that he you know he's a tough guy but he's just a, a dumbass billionaire who gets immediately owned. <laughs> and then he puts on the suit later and goes and wreaks havoc. So um yeah, that it's a hard hard balance. We talk about that with with uh, Peter Parker and Spider-Man, right? Like Toby was an excellent Peter Parker, maybe not the best Spider-Man. Yeah. Right? Andrew Garfield, really good Spider-Man. Not, not a great Peter Not Parker. a great Peter Parker. Too cool. That guy definitely got too much pussy. Um, and I feel like Tom Holland, we've got kind of a nice mix between the yeah. two of them. You know what I mean? Um, all right. Final showdown. Best on-screen portrayal of Batman himself. I've said it multiple times. Same fucking answer. Ben Affleck, man. Batfleck. Even I, even the one, and we've said it multiple times, I'll say it again, the one scene in Batman vs. Superman where he's fighting the villains and he's, like, using the environment the, to fuck everyone. The grappling up. hook. Yep. I'd say, like, the introduction of uh, Batfleck, the first time we see him as Batman. Oh, in, you in, don't in see him warehouse, he's just, like, hiding? And he's, like, up. He's, like, fucking up in the corner. And then the we just see him in the gunshot blast, you know, the, yeah. the lighting up the room. I mean, that was sick. And, like, pulling the floor out. I mean, you could say a lot about those movies. Just a whole movie of like that, of like the, oh, even God. just fighting regular dudes. I like, wish that would have been good. I wish we got that, Christian, so <laughs> much. Um, and it might be controversial. A lot of you know, and don't get me wrong. Like we've given reasons why, like the Christian Bale ones were very good movies, and why the uh, the, the Tim Burton ones were very good movies, and why the other ones were very bad movies, but. I mean, when we're talking portrayal of Batman, like what Batman stands for from the comics, even the animated series, I think has done a very good job of expanding the lore of Batman because yeah. a lot of us grew up on that, right? Um, yeah, like uh, Harley Quinn. She wasn't in the comics. Right. Like yeah, she was series. from the animated series. And look how popular she is now. She's like probably the second most popular Batman villain you yeah. know, after the Joker. Um, but uh, yeah, I think... Ben Affleck just he got the raw deal just in in the shitstorm that is Warner Brothers. And the more, you know, the more we analyze this as a podcast and talk about movies and the movie industry and how things are being made, the more it makes me realize that Warner Brothers is a fucking shit show. <laughs> right? What are you talking about? Space Jam was amazing. The second one. <laughs> oh, oh, you just like the Matrix? Yeah, the Matrix. The newest Matrix awesome. is so great. Oh god. I think that they just they've lost touch with what makes movies great and what draws us to love movies. Um and I think that unfortunately Batman got caught up in that where they're just like, we're just gonna copy the MCU and he's gonna be like Tony Stark. He's just gonna be super funny all the time. And I think um Ben Affleck had enough pull because of the actor he was to say like, hey, you know, I want these changes made and that's why we got such a great batman from him the rest of the movie you know various parts fell apart um on his on its own but him as batman hands down my favorite he's just never got a good deal on the superhero stuff man like right. daredevil fucking batman yeah. it's just like he never just was never never a good timing <laughs> you know what's funny with daredevil though it's a bad movie like i'm not going to defend it but I'm going to give a little caveat for the for the time that 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 movie came out. It wasn't a terrible. No, it wasn't terrible movie um, or a terrible portrayal of Daredevil. There was a lot of cool stuff that they did. I think Michael Clark Duncan as the Kingpin was fucking fantastic. Yeah. And I even think that um, uh, what's his name? Colin. 
Farrell? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell as Bullseye got an appropriate level of crazy in there for what Bullseye is. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just a bunch of other stupid shit that happened, too. Killed a dude with a paperclip just like dude. right in the fucking throat? Yeah, just... Fucking Bullseye could do that, you know? That's part of it, but... Yeah, I think I think that's pretty solid. Um, we'll do a real quick one to finish it off. What's your favorite Batman movie? Oh, one that I could watch. Watch over and over and over again. Fuck, man, that's tough, man. I, I would say the originals just because they're close to my heart. Saw them as a kid. Which one? Oh, the Danny DeVito, the second one. Batman Returns. Yeah, just yeah. also because Christopher Walken was in it and he was yeah. fucking wacky. In and it. and let's not forget Michelle Pfeiffer as fucking Catwoman. Yeah, Paul Rubens. A lot of, you know, lot of guys, a lot of guys got their first fucking boner to that. You know, <laughs> actually. And why do I like latex so much? <laughs> I just saw a scene of Michelle Pfeiffer. You know where she's hitting the Don't forget that Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian, plays Two-Face, Harvey Dent, in that movie. Well, he didn't, He wasn't, he wasn't two- Two-Face. He was just Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. But the scene where she's hitting the mannequins with the whip, yeah, that was all her, and it was yeah. one fucking take. Oh, so And sick. then she skipped away after. I was like, dude, that was fucking... That was fucking skillful, but yes, also hot. It was da- Yeah, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer... Even Christopher Walken, like I don't even remember his character's name, but he's a very memorable part yeah. of that movie. Um, and then, of course, Michael Keaton, you know, dealing with this whole cast of characters. And again, Pee Wee Herman was fucking Danny DeVito's dad in the fucking movie. Oh, that's right, that's right. It was. Um, did you say Rick Rubin? I think you might. Paul Rubin. Paul Rubin. I was like, Def- Rick Rubin was not in that movie. I don't even know who Rick Rubin is. He's a music producer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that one, I think Batman Returns, is probably my most rewatchable one. Um, also, growing up, we had all those McDonald's cups that came dude, out. Dude, and the toys. Remember the Batman where his, his utility belt came yeah. out on a string so you could grapple him up and stuff? That was fucking, what a time to be alive. <laughs> toys, I think, have just fallen by the wayside. But uh, that's that's my favorite one, too. Let us know what you guys think. Who's your favorite Batman, and what's your favorite Batman movie? And do you agree, agree or disagree with some of our choices? I mean, we throw some blasphemous stuff out there. I think Ben Affleck <laughs> came out on top, which I think a lot of people will disagree with. Um, and uh, but but let us know your thoughts. You know, I think we nailed like some of the Batmobiles were really good. The Adam West gadgets one, though, I can't believe I said that. I believe it. I wonder I what like Adam West like gadgets would come out. He definitely have like a simp repellent, bat simp repellent, yeah, or something. Or a bat fan repellent, just like bat stands. Just like a a bat woke siren. (laughs) (laughs) You're being intolerant. Stop using gendered language. Although if it was from that era, he would have said some real fucking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, he probably. Some real sexist shit. There was probably some outtakes from that show that would be like, whoa, Nelly. (laughs) Talk about a dark night. But uh, let us know, guys. Do you agree with us? Do you? Uh, what are your picks for best Batman, best Batman movie? Uh, we'd love to see it. Um, you can put those down either in the comments on YouTube if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, and while you're down there, make sure like, subscribe, por favor. Or you can hit us up on any of the social medias. Christian's very active on Twitter. I'm somewhat active on Instagram. Uh, and we both check Facebook and Instagram all the time. So if you send us a message, you are very likely to get a response unless you message us during the podcast, in which case we'll we'll ignore you for a little while, then hit you up when we get home. Um, and, uh, you know, follow us on those social medias, too. We do appreciate that. It really helps us out. What helps us out even more is if you become one of our Patreon patrons uh, for just a dollar or two a month. Um, you can help support the show, make it possible, help us make improvements to the show. Plus, uh, you can get fun little perks in there, too. And if you want to do it just one month, that's fine, too. We totally understand. Times are tough, but every little penny helps. So we do appreciate that. And we appreciate all of our patrons who actually support us already. That's why we lift you guys up. We're going to grapple hook you up to the ceiling and pull you down. Oh, we're pulling the credits up. Love that one. Christian, thanks, as always, being my my boy Wonder. (laughs) To my bat, to my Batman. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we should do an episode on Robin sometime. We should. Robin doesn't get his due in the movies. Depends on which Robin you're talking. Well, in the movies, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best. He was the best. <laughs> God, that. I I remember in theaters when they said that. I was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> 
I think a lot of people were saying what. Yeah, so stupid. I can't believe we did that. But yeah, we should do that. But I think we we make a pretty good dynamic duo together. I'm down. Yep. Uh, and remember, uh, get your tickets for The Batman uh, on sale this week. And to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. And I am Batman. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now